read sorry i'm reading the back of this beer that i'm drinking and it's very very <laughs> funny it describes itself as pungent resinous and complex oh. which is how i how i want people to describe me <laughs> also uh just just one one sen- one word sentence that just says rewarding as well which is very funny mm. is it a quote i no it's just <laughs> <laughs> that like shouldn't have I feel like that should have been included in that list, but it's just they put a full put two full stops, so ah. I don't know. <laughs> I've always been mad. Smickelson, welcome to Drink Floyd, the podcast where we watch every movie ever made to see if it syncs up with Pink Floyd's 1973 Magnum Opus, The Dark Side of the Moon. My name is Gareth Blackler, and my fellow man who's joining me on a mission nobody asked us to do, Mm. an experiment that may or may not be having negative or positive effects in our personal (laughs) life. It's your co-host, James Barron. Hello, James. Hello. Hello. It's me, James Barron, um, here. I'm a uh, binge drinking expert appearing below (laughs) my name in the lower third of this podcast (laughs) right now. Um, I'm pleased to hear, be here with you as I am every week, but happy to provide Aww. my e- expertise on this particular episode. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, we're re- here to see if it syncs up or drinks up on, on <laughs> Drinks Floyd this episode because we watched another round Danish international film hit starring um, Mads Mikkelsen. Won a bunch of awards. Um, it's like a, a Cannes Film Festival movie. Um, and yeah, cans of beer. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Ooh. Hell yeah. yeah. Real, like, honestly, you know, I can see why people loved it so much, especially in 2020 when it was released, because it is people mm. in crowds out and about having a good oh, time yeah. and yeah, then also having a bad time, which is what we're all, yeah. what life's about, you know? I feel like um, it's less about having a bad time. I've got a wild that theory shocked about this me. Yeah. yeah, that shocked me how little it was about having a bad time, to yeah. be honest. For a movie about binge drinking, it's surprisingly heartfelt and positive, I've got to say. Yeah. Like, which is a tough, tough call. Tough to make something like that, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was prepared to go into the, like, terrifying binge drinking adverts of New Zealand and just enter mm. that realm and, and universe where people keep falling through tables and things like that. <laughs> so I don't want to... <laughs> Like the health and safety ads. Um, yeah. That's where I assumed this um, movie would be operating from. But no, um, a surprisingly heartfelt story. Uh, it reminds me of the New Zealand binge drinking ads in that it's simply the moral is it's not the drinking, it's how we're drinking. Yeah, that's very true. It seems to just be kind of a personal journey, which is, yeah, a very interesting way to run the film and like, yeah, good on them for avoiding you know feeling preachy but also feeling irresponsible as well they skate a fine line and skating a fine line is something hard to do when you're drunk (laughs) extremely (laughs) yes i want to yeah proviso at the top of the show sync the official standpoint of uh sync floyd is that we do not um we do not advocate for heavy drinking um yeah uh, that said, we are <laughs> doing an experiment ourselves on this on this episode, where we both have have had a tipple, had a little bit mm. to drink. We're going to see how that affects the episode. 
Fun fact, though, I've, I had definitely have recorded episodes of this podcast in the in the past drunk, but um, <laughs> see if you can figure out which ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you can guess all 10, <laughs> then you win my special prize. Yeah, you've got to play them in order of how drunk he was. Yeah. Uh, in reverse, and you get a secret message you that do. leads you to- That's on brand. Where James will find you <laughs> and take you to a pub. Yeah, I'll shout you a beer if you manage to yeah. do it. Yeah. But I'll shout yeah. myself two beers, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I am not much of a drinker. Mm. I probably feel like I have a bottle of beer a week, right. maybe. Sure. At that. Um, today, I have had one bottle of beer, which I Can tipped it. out some of. <laughs> um, <laughs> a glass of- <laughs> <laughs> a glass of Prosecco, oh. which I had to down because I had to be, I had to start watching this movie. I had to make up, make up for throwing the beer away, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now I'm sipping on a large glass of what I assumed was a white wine, but it's actually um, with a natural salmon color. Oh, okay. Maybe a rosé or something then. Yeah, it must be. It's um, it was a gift left at an Airbnb that we stayed at. Oh, that he said you can help yourselves to. And oh, that's nice. I'm still getting through it. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's a very <laughs> kind offer at a B&B, Actually, like yeah. leaving you a bottle of wine. Damn, nice place. Yeah. I must imagine. Shout out to this guy. He made his own coffee as well, and we got to have some of that. Hmm. Hmm. If you're ever in the Coromandel. Uh, in New Zealand, that's yeah. that's that unnamed Airbnb is the place to be. It's the place to be. Uh, what are you? What are you sipping on, James? I'm sipping on. I've been exclusively drinking um, Tuatara IPAs. Um, mm. Yep, Cuffy that was Coast. one of the drinks I poured out. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm pouring <laughs> it out down my gullet. Um, I'm, I'm loving the old IPAs. I wouldn't say that I'm a like. I would say maybe I'm a more seasoned drinker than you mm, are. Mm. Um, I enjoy going for a drink and like, I don't know if, if I had to, this feels like I'm doing my like mortgage assessment again, where I have to say how many beers I drink in a week. And I like, that was something that I really hadn't thought about until that. That's wild they ask that. Oh yeah. I had to do like a full like health physical uh assessment like for all kinds of, i was getting insurance is the is the reason yeah. but anyway um <laughs> i'd never done that before um so you can kill me now and other people will get the money it'll be fine um yeah. uh yeah too late listeners um <laughs> anyway yes uh tuatara ipa a it's a very very nice beer um and i've had about oh god um i've had two and a half um, putting me after a bit of nerdy calculation at <laughs> the um, blood alcohol content for the movie, the optimal level, according to my assessment. Yes. I'm going to try and maintain that throughout the episode if possible. Um, I don't have a breathalyzer on me. I wish I did. That would be such a good like yeah. sight gag. Um, <laughs> but I couldn't find one short notice. I really, I, I did look. <laughs> Ah, cool. <laughs> um, but but no, yeah. So I, I'll, I'll I'll probably just have a few sips here and there throughout the episode. Not that mm. that's any different to usual. Um, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. are the more seasoned drinker, and that you distinctly, I remember you taught me essentially how to drink beer. 
Um, oh, wow. Growing up, I, I assume I haven't told the story on the podcast before. Um, growing up, I, well, not growing up. When I was 18, I would have beers from my dad. My dad would say, oh, you're going to the party. Mm-hmm. Help yourselves to a couple of the beers. They're nice. in the cupboard next to the dog food. Okay. So I'd go into the garage. I'd open up the cupboard next to the dry dog food. Um, the dog would get excited because it was dog food time. Yeah. But it's actually uh, <laughs> 18-year-old food time. Oh, time yeah. to have to have a beer. And I'd take out maybe two, three bottles of just warm outside beer from the garage. Oh, I'd put it in a backpack. No. And a friend who could drive would come and pick me up and would ride through the Christchurch New Zealand summer. With that beer Mm -hmm. tucked away in the backpack next to a hoodie, just getting warmer and warmer. Get to the party, (laughs) crack a nice hot one. (laughs) And I was always like, I don't get it. I'm not a beer drinker. I just don't understand why people Mm. want beer. Um, And then maybe, oh, goodness, like four years later, you move into the flat I'm living. And you're like- Maybe we should get some beers for the for the flat. And I was like, oh, no, beer. <laughs> what wa- a bad- that warm bread water. <laughs> what a fucking bad influence I am. That's hysterical. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. But you put the beers in the fridge. And yeah. And I had a beer that was in the fridge. And I was like, right. I mm. get it now. And then, of course, it took me, like, three hours to finish one bottle of beer. So by then it was hot yeah. and flat the way I the way <laughs> the way you remember Papa intended. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a very wholesome yeah. story. I'm I'm honoured to to be involved in that. Gosh, oh. I would not say that I had in, had any idea and I knew what I was doing at that <laughs> stage. Putting beer in the fridge like some kind of genius. No, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I. I don't know. It's a, I feel like it's it's not really a skill. It's just <laughs> it's just like some I people think, have different tolerances. You know, it's not a it's not yeah. a big deal. Huh. I think knowing tastes. to put drinks or food in a fridge is mm. um, you know just wisdom. a skill. More yeah, more how not to die. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll take that. That's that's mm. very kind of you to say. I'm happy to be this wise old. <laughs> <laughs> mentor offering such pearls of wisdom as put beers in the fridge. Oh uh, man, I'm just the health it's like you're safety a character official. In this film. Yeah, <laughs> oh, and nice. I'm Sebastian, your student. Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we should have the Peter Sebastian relationship, but we should get no. into it. We should get into discussing this movie. I think we've got yeah the old Floyds, the Pink Floyds. Do you reckon they enjoyed a drink? Probably, right? They're British Surely. lads. I reckon yeah. they, they went down the pub. And they were like, you guys, you know what we need to do? A concept album. <laughs> Let's get involved. And then they just made yeah. a career out of that, you know, over a pint. Surely. Yeah, they were paying for their pints and they heard a cash register and they were like, oh, oh. what song's that? And the barkeep was like, it's a Money. cash register. <laughs> yeah. Money, pay for the drinks. And they were like, we got to get <gasps> to the studio. Quick. And they just ran out of there and then they got barred from the bar. Mm. Brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, every bar surrounding Abbey Road Studios <laughs> for sampling. Oh, stop sampling at my damn bar and pay for your <laughs> drinks, boys. Gosh. Oh, so good. Okay, let's let's do it. Mm. Eh? Let's talk about another round movie. Let's go. Speak to me. Not yeah. opening titles. Not 
you know the drill. You don't know anything. Um, the drill this is movie starts lost. with a poem, not an opening title. Mm. Um, poem slash quote. I don't know. Um, it's hard to tell. I don't speak Danish. So, I feel like they're, they're definitely proviso. There will be some things lost in translation with this movie. Um, yeah. Subtitles or no. I'm probably going to miss stuff, but I'll do my best. Um, anyway, poem is, uh, what is youth? A dream. What is love? The content of the dream. It's attributed to um, Soren Kierkegaard, um, which it's, it's a pretty lovely quote, really, or, or poem. Mm. I like it makes it's it's like it inspires a nostalgia that I feel like this this film is trying to chase, um, which is very nice. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the movie opens with a lake race, a classic um, youth, uh, stupid thing, <laughs> binge drinking <laughs> culture vibe. Um, uh, in New Zealand, we have something similar called a, um, called crate day where people try, oh, yeah. um, from 12 to 12. So 12 in the afternoon to 12 in the evening, um, to consume a crate of beers, um, over, over there, you like aiming for one an hour, a crate is 12. Mm. Um, of these like 1.5 liter beers, I think like pretty sizable bottles. It's, it's a stupid thing to do. And I've oh, never, yeah. I've seen people do it, but they aren't in a good state. Um, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's mostly an excuse to hang out with friends and have a barbecue and drink way too much beer. Um, and yeah. that seems to be a very similar vibe as to what this lake race is. Um, which it's much more active though. They've got to, um, race around this lake under the clock and, um, drink a full case of beer as uh, part of a team though, which is mm. much more sensible. They should do crate day teams. I like that. Um, crate mates. Yeah. And, uh, yes, at, at each, uh, bench along the way, they have to consume one of the, um, bottles. And mm. <laughs> if one of them individually throws up, they, uh, have a, they, um, get time added to the clock, but if they throw up together as a team, they, they have time removed. I love that as a detail and that it's like yeah. a, this camaraderie thing. I bet this is real, um, yeah. as well. Like it's, it's, it's too sweet not to be real. <laughs> um, I've heard like Danish drinking culture is very similar to New Zealand. Yeah. That tracks. That it's awful. <laughs> Yeah. Anywhere where it gets like decently cold, I feel like you're more encouraged to drink heavily mm. just because it like provides this warmth that is like so vital, <laughs> you know? I don't know. That's- yeah. Well, this, um, it sort of jumps ahead, but this idea of an animal being born with a blood alcohol deficiency mm. is yeah. not based in human, which is the um, premise of the film, essentially. They read this and they try to up that amount Mm -hmm. um that's not based at all on any human um science of course but it could be based on arctic animals that produce their own alcohol inside their blood wow like arctic lizards so yeah nice sweet fact there you go that's drunk ass lizards binge drinking (laughs) yeah of their own (laughs) blood their own (laughs) their own cold blood because they know where to put it oh mate there you go put it in the fridge boys there's cold lizards i'm i'm like a cool lizard with sunglasses telling you to put your beer in the fridge that's my mascot (laughs) oh that makes such a good magnet yeah (laughs) put it in the fridge it's just like a lizard resting on a case of beers (laughs) 
Oh, if you email sinkfloydpod at gmail.com <laughs> no. asking for that magnet. Oh my God. We've got so much merch. <laughs> These merch promises are getting away from us. I love it. Um, yeah. Anyway, we go into breathe and we see the raucous gathering of youths <laughs> I've mm. written down. Um, <laughs> and yeah, they're just having like a night on the town, bumping up some loud music, um, having a good time in like a subway. And uh, yeah. This is like hard cut to black. There's like loud music playing in the actual film that we can't hear. And then yeah. like cut to black for the opening titles over complete silence. Um, I feel like music in general is really important in this movie. And the fact that we're covering it up is pretty bad. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> it, it goes with the territory. But like, um, yeah, whenever it's not consistent throughout the whole movie, but um when people are drinking or when they're having a good time and enjoying life is when music is playing in the film is the mm. most, um, cons- is what I noticed throughout. Um, or like just being awakened to your own life, um, and living in the moment is associated with music. I think, um, Oh yeah. Um, anyway, so we get these opening titles and we start with a faculty meeting at the school about these, um, these indecent youths, this incident that happened. Um, and yeah, they're talking about that. Um, and yeah, we get introduced to our main characters who are all teachers, um, in this movie. Um, we've got Tommy, the gym teacher, um, played by Thomas Bolarson. Um, we got, uh, Peter, who's like singing and music teacher, who's played by, uh, Lance Ranth. Um, we've got Nikolai, who is a like psychology teacher. It's not like, I think he's psychology. It must be. Um, he's played by, uh, Magnus Melling, who has a a fantastic IMDB picture, by the way, you need (laughs) to look that up. Um, he looks like a wise old wizard. Um, Tommy's one, I think it's IMDB. Tommy's one is also amazing where he's just like vaping. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it was IMDB or some other thing, but I was just like, what? He's just cool, all right? Yeah. You can't fuck with Tommy. He's the he's the coolest <laughs> of the group by far. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, uh, we've got, um, of course, we have uh, our star, our boy, uh, Mads Mikkelsen, playing Martin, our main character. Mm. Um, thoughts on Mads Mikkelsen from the get-go, Gareth? How do you feel? How, where would you rate him among the acting canon? Um, Ooh. I mean, he's got to be up there. He's mm-hmm. great. I, yeah. It's very hard to just buy him as a teacher because he's just like so distinctive. And also Western or English speaking audiences are unfortunately so used to seeing him play like dastardly villains. Yeah. From like Le Chief in um, Casino Royale, which I think he's amazing ass. Very, very good. Um, to like, I don't know. <laughs> fantastic beasts like <laughs> doctor strange all these things that kind of yeah. waste him um yeah and then to just see him like no no this is normal teacher mads this is what yeah. he does when he's not playing big villains he he's just a comes very... back and does his interesting weird films <laughs> yeah he's just a very handsome teacher um mm. that no one respects <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know um he's just trying to live his life yeah where do you fall are you mad for the mads I am mad for the Mads. I'm a huge, of course, I'm a huge fan. I once dressed as his Le Chief character for a yes. um, James Bond party. Um, yeah, I love Mads Mikkelsen. I think he's exceptionally attractive as a man. 
<laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Eh? And also a great actor on top of that. Um, so there mm. you go. Uh, big fan of the boy. Happy, happy to yeah. be seeing him on screen a lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, give him more things. Put him in. Put him in everything. Yeah. Remake every film where he's the villain. Then go back and remake it, and he's the hero. He's the hero. Then remake and then it put again. Tom Hanks he's... as the villain. Yes, no yeah. one would expect it. Exactly. Perfect. Ah. Um, he's not introduced in the best light here. He's introduced teaching no. a history lesson and he's sort of getting mixed up and um, stumbling over himself and what he's talking about and which part of the curriculum he's trying to cover. He's talking about mm. like Winston Churchill, but his involvement in World War One and trying to relate that back to like an industrial age kind of conversation. It's, it's really weird and irrelevant. Like Churchill was involved in World War One, but like- mm. His, it's not the world war that you associate with him, <laughs> really. Um, I don't know. It's sort of weird background knowledge. And, like, his students are getting really frustrated at this as well. And it's, like, pretty evident because one of them walks mm. out and he's just, like, doesn't really handle that well either. Um, yeah. Uh, we also see his home life. He gets home and it's, like, it's also very, like, quiet and stunted um, his relationship with his uh, wife, who is her name's Annika, and she's played by Maria Bonavi. They like uh, barely see each other because she's like a night nurse, I think, mm. um, and working nights. And so they just like are ships in the night, sort of. Um, and yeah, he asks her if um, she thinks he's gotten boring as he's gotten older. And she like neither confirms nor denies this. She just says that he's not the same Martin that she first met. Um, hmm. yeah, this scene ends bang on with the crash sound, by the way, <laughs> um, which is like brutal. I don't think that Mads, uh, that Martin realizes like what this means in this moment, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, in, in context for the whole movie, it's kind of brutal, but yeah, hmm. we're just following Martin about his life. It's fairly like doldrumy. He, um, goes to school the next day and there's like a, a surprise meeting from a bunch of his students and the parents of those mm. students who are like concerned that they, they're not properly, he's not properly preparing the students for exams. Um, he like tried to, tries to like shake this off and blames the like failure of the students on them, like not engaging and not paying attention with his lessons. Um, but it's very much like they can't engage because he's not engaged you know yeah it's it's pretty clear that like he they they accuse him of of him of like being dispassionate and not caring about their situation and he's like no that's not true but like it's not clear whether or not that isn't true you know hmm. yeah um yeah i didn't know you could do this like if i'd known you could go and get the parents on your side and blame the teachers yeah. like ah oh, if yeah yeah things yeah. i could have tried to do this happened at our high at our high school. My brother actually did this once. No <laughs> like, way. Yeah, like he turned around and got like a teacher to like sharpen their act up by getting like all the parents to <laughs> come in and do this exact scene. So that's pretty oh, wild. Amazing. This was after we left uh, yeah. high school. Yeah. <laughs> and then that teacher and three other teachers embarked on an interesting little experiment. Mm. They later made a film about it. Could could well have been. Yeah, mm. that teacher's name, Mads Mickelson. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, he goes home and like even his kids barely talk to him. They're just sort of like mm. stuck in their phones. And then he goes over to, he's going to like an event and picks up Tommy, um, who I mentioned earlier, the gym teacher. Um, 
as we're like in time solo, who's like even has an even more depressing life than um, than Martin does. He's like a divorcee who lives with um, his dog, who's like very old (laughs) (laughs) and like it doesn't really have much going on in his life at all, Um, even more so than Martin's character. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So gets picked up and then they go to Nikolai's uh, 40th birthday. He's like the young buck teacher among these old gents, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, they go to like an incredibly fancy restaurant. This place looks insane. Like um, the waiters are like describing every single detail of um, of what they're serving. Like me talking about the back of my beer before this podcast. Like... (laughs) It's it's fascinating. They're like laying into all this information. I'm like, man, this is a fancy ass place. They serve caviar. God damn. Um, Imagine if you like had that job, you hadn't practiced and you're just reading the back of a beer bottle like, oh, man, (laughs) this has ingredients. Yeah. Notes of water (laughs) and wheat. (laughs) Hmm. It's delicious. Oh, look, 0% caffeine in this beer. Oh, that's that? good. It makes me sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So, uh, initially, Martin doesn't join in on the drinking because he's got a um, got w- work to do the next day. Everyone's having, like, mm-hmm. a glass of wine. It's very chill. Nikolai raises this idea, the, like, core conceit of the movie that they're talking about. This, like, weird offhand comment that happens at dinner. They're talking about... A Norwegian philosopher named uh, Finn Skardarud, uh, Skardarud uh, has this theory that humans were born with blood alcohol percentage um, of 0.05 too low. And they would be uh, more uh, capable, more relaxed and poised and car- courageous in general if they were operating at that level all of the time. This is what this mm. like sort of out there study was about it's a bit of a fun idea um yeah now this is a real guy cool but his um in his study he mentions Mm -hmm. this on the first page and so like you may feel like this Mm -hmm. and then on the second page he disproves it right but so when he heard they were making a movie based on that he was quite worried Mm. because he's um a psychiatrist and he absolutely wants to make sure people are like you know living safely oh my god Uh, but then they consulted him quite a lot on the film to make sure like um well to get his expertise because obviously he's done studies on it and Mm. so like to make sure that they're not misrepresenting him and that was i thought that was really sweet it is good i'm glad they did Mm. that it definitely is a risky premise like yeah being like it's wild to like hear about this movie and it's like oh yeah it's a movie about binge drinking and it's like a positive story it's just so rare you know (laughs) like you would hear that and go like what like is it saying (laughs) that binge drinking is a good thing uh clearly it's not um but Mm. but anyway it's yeah it's I, i i too would be worried if i was the scientist so that that tracks for me uh nikolai very rudely says that this is potentially what martin is missing in his life um he like associates it with um the problems that martin's having at school and as he brings this up in relation to martin we go in a great gig in the sky which is pretty good honestly this like change from time to great gig like is it is a change in tone for the conversation which works really well because like Pretty much Time's lyrics have been um, Mads Mikkelsen's life in this yeah. film. Like, 
ticking away the moments that make up the dull day. Ten years have got behind you, missed mm. the starting gun. Exactly. And then now it's all getting, the emotions are getting higher. Mm-hmm. So let's bring in Great Gig in the Sky. Yeah. Over the, yeah. Over the Great Gig in the Sky, we're going to build up this like tension to a boiling point here for mm. Martin, which is really, really great um, in terms of like structure for our sakes. Um, mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Martin's clearly really embarrassed by this. Um, and like his friends try to like big him up and say like, no, no, no. They like deflect this. Like it's the kid's fault. Like s- bury them in tests and stuff. That's yeah. what they say. Um, uh, and they try and say, no, nah, it's nothing to do with you, Martin. Don't worry about it. But Nikolai's like, no. There, there's something there's a bigger issue at play like he he like straight up says that martin lacks self-confidence and that's mm. like the the issue um and it like really cuts him to the core it's pretty rough to like on his like freaking birthday just to like lay <laughs> one of your friends low that you barely see <laughs> but sure um anyway um thankfully this awkward scenario is interrupted by uh people bringing uh caviar and vodka um, as like a on entree to the dinner. Um, mm. and Martin like has this moment of where he's like sort of keeping to himself and then decides he'll get involved and have some of the vodka. He hasn't drunk up to this point. Um, yeah. but he like has some and then just like sort of breaks down over the course of like, um, his friends are like, oh, cool. Uh, like he's getting involved and he's like moving on and having, having a drink. But then he just like, downs a glass of wine and then another glass of wine Mm. in the course of like maybe a minute and it's like oh okay oh no um and yeah uh as i do really love the scene that plays when he drinks the vodka as well because um he like looks over and in the background there's like a trio of singers of like yeah uh, uh, singing away and like the the noise of the table and his friends talking like dies away and that when you're not hearing pink floyd and it's um it's really good like it does work with great gig as well like hearing mm. having great gig playing it's been playing the whole time but having great gig playing in the context of like that's what he's hearing works really nice as well so yeah it's 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 just it's just smart just good filmmaking yeah, yeah so he has yeah, the- and good film syncing Oh yeah. 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 Um, he has these, these double glasses of wine and then, um, mm. yeah, like ha- has a, like a bit of a breakdown starts crying and like says, uh, yeah, he doesn't get out much, doesn't see many people. Mm. And that like most of his relationships are very strained. Um, like his relationship with his wife is not good because he, he barely sees her and he feels like she's like slipping away and yeah, one of them like suggests like, do you want to move on from your wife? And he's like, no, no, no. I love her. She's like been there for me this whole time. I, that's not what I'm suggesting. Um, and he's, he's just feeling like he's disappointing her in a way by like being yeah. distant. Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's like a, it's a really good like self-assessment moment. It's a very pure human mm. moment in this movie. And I was mm. like, damn, uh, Oh, it, it, it's really good. Really, really well acted by Mads as well. Oh, yeah. Um, it comes so early in the film as well. It mm. kind of throws you off guard. Like, I think that's how it's part of how this movie can get away with. Yeah, not 
demonizing binge drinking yeah. is just by like throwing you off guard like such. These really good human moments um, mm. are like really, yeah, it, it like sets it firmly in reality. And it's like, it's a, there are silly bits in the movie. There are like, it's mm. like ostensibly a like comedy slash drama, I would say. Like yeah. the concept that these guys go into after this point um, is quite funny on paper, you know? Yeah. Um, and like, it's definitely done in tongue in cheek. Um, but like, it's still very serious. Like they're dealing mm. with incredibly serious subject matter. So it's, it's like, while you're having a silly situation play out, it's like, <laughs> it's still serious set in reality. It never leaves that, you know? Yeah. It's, um, if you want to step into comedy school, oh. <laughs> With a Raw Quest semi-finalist from six years ago, Gareth Ooh. Blackwell. Um, like an improv, once you've found out like what's the funny part of your scene, a good move then is to uh, justify why like why this character is acting so strange, mm. but to do it with something kind of sweet and emotional. Yeah. And then the audience won't go like, oh, this person's crazy. They'll go like, well, this person's different, but this I can understand why. Person's relatable. They go like, yeah. oh, I understand now. And they, they yeah. tune themselves into the joke a lot more. I like that. That's a really yeah. good piece of comedy advice. Right. Oh, what can I say? There you go. Another, another lesson in the can with old, with old <laughs> wise old mentor GDB. See, I teach you about drinking. You teach me about comedy. I think that's actually yeah. been the element of our show this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you go on to become like an award-winning comedian once the show ends and i'm just a sad <laughs> drunk oh man the role oh, reversal wow. crazy <laughs> what a turn of events oh, oh never mind no that won't happen we'll be fine no. um then anyway. you start a podcast with like an elite athlete and still like oh. take theirs as well and then <laughs> Oh yeah, I don't know I'm what I'm building up to. I'm slowly accumulating like- power just to <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm the Kirby of um, podcasters. I just <laughs> absorb them through a hundred episodes and then yeah, gain their powers and move on. <laughs> Slow Kirby, they call you. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, I like it. I like that nickname. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, we yeah we head into money and yeah. Martin's having this like crushing moment of clarity mm. <laughs> over the like ching noise, which doesn't work. But um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, his boys do reaffirm him and say that they all like looked up to him when they joined the school. And mm. um, yeah, Tommy like lightens the mood by talking about um, he grew up. Well, he didn't like they didn't. He, he was early friends with um, Martin and they like knew each other. Like they grew up in the same town, I think. And um mm. Yeah, reminisce about their younger days. Martin doing jazz ballet and being quite good. Um, the boys are all encouraging him to get up and do a few moves and he's <laughs> not having it because uh, he's had this like serious emotional moment. But um, yeah, they all- Do you know the truth behind this um, little character tidbit? No, please. Okay. Mads Mikkelsen, before he was an actor, was a dancer. Mm. And he only, he got into acting because he'd do the dance, like dance and musicals and such. And he just wanted to like see mm-hmm. the guys, he wanted to join the guys up front acting. So he became an actor at age 30. Wow. Look at him now. Yeah. Good work. Yeah. He is a, he like 
by the end of the the end sequence of this movie where he does the dancing spoilers mm. is fantastic <laughs> it's it's the best part of the whole film i loved it yeah um he's a phenomenal dancer <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's it, really good i wish i want to see his like dance movie now where he, it's yeah. just all about him as like a powerful dance coach or something that would be fantastic oh get him in magic mike 3 mike's last ride wow please please oh my that's God. the only franchise he's not been in yet. people would lose their minds if that happens <laughs> they would yeah. love that Oh my god! Oh, it can just be the exact same scene with um, Jada Pickett Smith, but instead they go to Mads Mikkelsen's weird dance. Yes, perfect. And it's like, oh, welcome, boys. In Denmark, watch me too. dance. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it only makes sense. Mike's got to get over overseas for the third one. Absolutely, Mike on tour. Yeah, he's got to go find Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, <laughs> find him. Yeah. <laughs> Where's he hiding? He's the Carmen San Diego of strippers. <laughs> Um, just throwing oh, away man. his big red hat into the audience. Oh, love him. Uh, maybe there is something to this <laughs> 0.5 alcohol theory. <laughs> we've just pitched the perfect third Magic Mike movie. I feel like we do that every episode. <laughs> <laughs> every episode, and it's always Magic Mike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh. But yes, the the mood has is, is successfully been lightened, um, not not only in the movie, but on this podcast. And hmm. they, um, yeah, just a bit of roughhousing with the boys. They do an impromptu fast walk race, <laughs> which I find mm. very funny. Seeing Mads Mikkelsen do this like fantastic, like speed walk. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, a bit of like arm wrestling and they're having a grand old time. Again, over mm. like choir music playing over this in the original cut. Um and yeah, uh, the next morning, um, Martin goes off to school, heads off to school and um, sneaks into the bathroom um, as Money's, voca- Money's vocal returns. And um, oh, it's actually happening to me. Wow. Um, he has a swig of, um, a swig of vodka uh, before class, bringing his blood alcohol level up to uh, 0.5 per mils. Um, very confusing unit of measure on screen. It, it tracks for blood alcohol content, but it's not a percent. It's not 0.5% because by the way, if you have 0.5% uh, blood alcohol, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's an incredibly high percentage. Um, yeah. So per mil, so like per thousand effectively rather than per hundred. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, and yeah, he it's he's doing it as like an experiment, as a test to like see whether or not it improves his day. Um, he sort of heads into class and says that he will uh, re go over the curriculum with the class and see what they have left to cover. Um, it, mm. Like it, directly addressing their concerns that they brought up the previous day, which is nice. We go into us and them, and uh, Nikolai finds Martin after school, and he's like standing in front of his car. <laughs> mid drink driving it <laughs> being yeah. like i don't think i should drive and nikolai's like why and he's got the he's got the vodka bottle in his um pouch and so nikolai will drive him home um we also see that um nikolai's life isn't like all sunshine and roses his wife like barks down the phone at him like random instructions for him to follow to like things to get yeah. and come home Nikolai was boasting the previous night at his birthday about how perfect his life was. And like, the more we see of it, the less that's true. Yeah. (laughs) 
which is quite good. Um, mm. I love the specificity of it as well. They have to get hay for the rabbit's hutch. Yeah. Oh, that's how you, that's so, how you write. So real. I liked it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the, this, uh, the group of guys, they're like all uh, summoned and gather at um, Nikolai's house to discuss mm. what happened with Martin today. And they're like, uh, Martin is feeling good. Like having, <laughs> having a good day because <laughs> he's had a bit of a drink. Um, yeah. And they all decide that it would be a good idea to put this um, psychologist theory to the test as an experiment, as a fun experiment where they all uh, try and operate in their day-to-day lives with a blood alcohol content level of 0.05%. And they're like, we won't do it for nothing. We'll write a professional scientific essay (laughs) about it and publish it. We'll do it as like a legitimate experiment with Mm. rules and methodology um and it's really funny <laughs> the way that the way that it like is written on screen and text for us is is very very good like in concept terrible don't do this you will get fired no. immediately but um yeah they <laughs> just yeah they write like a very serious intro to a, an essay which i really enjoy and it's like mm. a, as a device for the movie it's a lot of fun having these texts come up. I do. I don't like that. It's muddied a bit later on when, cause so far the movie's only shown like blood alcohol percent levels, um, the poem at the very start and um, mm. this text. And later on they use it for text messages as well. And I wish they would, they did something different, but that's fine. Okay. Yeah. See, I really liked that. It was um, like, I always find it's so interesting the way you show texting. It's tough, on, yeah, in a movie, mm. and like often it's the bubble pops up and the bubble kind of follows them around. That's what I was expecting. But, um, yeah, I I kind of liked the gravitas of it's a full screen message. For yeah, you to just read. It is much yeah. more serious. It feels very like silent movie Charlie Chaplin mm. kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's also, um, it's great when you just get like, no, sad face. Sad face. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I feel like it would maybe land with me better if I could read um, Danish, but I can't. So, I don't know. Um, (laughs) Anyway. uh, Yes. So, we go into day one of this experiment with Nikolai's (laughs) son pissing on him. (laughs) There was like a brief bit about this earlier where he made a joke about his son's peeing on him uh, in bed. Yeah. Also note that Nikolai is sleeping on the couch um, here uh, yeah. as well. <laughs> Hot yeah. tip. Um, also note what song is playing, Us and Them. Mm. The yes. son urinates. <laughs> oh, God. I forgot that verse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway, yes, Martin does his tactic of drinking up in the bathroom and has like a little breathalyzer that I couldn't find at short notice. And um, yeah, makes sure he's at the threshold for the experiment to be true. And then, yeah, goes into his lesson and delivers a genuinely very engaging history lesson. Um, yeah. He like, it's because of another, it's it's a number of factors that contribute to it. It seems well prepared, A. Eh? Um, mm. B, he's less inhibited and standoffish to the students. He's trying to relate mm. to them a lot more and like getting them involved in the lesson, which is always a plus. I always find yeah. if, the, if the teacher is like directly asking the questions of the audience and trying to get or the, the class and trying to get them involved, it tends to be a better, you, you learn more. <laughs> it works. It's yeah, a tactic exactly. that works. Um, yeah. Um, only... 
like there's I feel like there's another thing. Hang on. Um, the, yeah, the third part is that it seems like he genuinely is caring more about them mm. and wanting them to do well. Um, and like he's taken their like response to heart and is saying, okay, I'm going to do better. Um, the first, only the first, like the feeling less inhibited could be attributed to the alcohol here. Like it's, it's mostly that he's made a change in how he's doing things. Yeah. Um, and that is the impetus for why this is so successful, successful. Um, yeah, it's, it's a great lesson. I, I, I think it's, it's cool. Um, that, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'll get into it maybe a little bit down the track, but I feel like this movie is mostly about self-assessment and less about like, oh, drinking is this magical thing, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. His lesson's all about like, he has like three election candidates and lists their personal and physical attributes and like ailments only rather than any like, their names or any of their like actual um, achievements and gets the kids to choose which of these they would elect. And um, the two that they don't go for are Winston Churchill and Franklin D. Roosevelt. And the one they elect is Hitler. <laughs> so yeah, pretty sick, pretty sweet yeah. lesson. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. We go into any color you like for Peter and his like choir lesson that he's teaching. He's feeling, he's also been drinking and he like is feeling more loose and um, yeah, he gets his choir to like loosen up and um, mm. sing together as a group through some like clever exercises, getting them more in tune with one another. And yeah, it dramatically improves their performance as a, as a team. And this is also true to life. Um, fun fact about JCB, I was also in a, in a choir and we what? would, we would do things like this, like, um, uh, like holding hands and like closing your eyes and singing and stuff like this. And it really does help. It like <laughs> makes you think about what you're doing a lot more. Um, so there you go. Oh, were you in the choir when they, in high school where they needed more boys in the choir? No. So they offered us all toy cars. <laughs> no, I was, I was pre prepubescent choir. Um, before uh, my yeah. voice changed, I had a, a beautiful, Aww. like high soprano voice. <laughs> <laughs> as as a little kid um i've got a decent voice now but not to the same okay. level um again Aww. it was probably just a confidence high school thing um but anyway yeah i didn't get a toy car no um for joining it's pretty sweet it was attached to a pen <laughs> no that's pretty cool all right yeah how did it drive um that's a i can't remember i think it must have unattached right because mm. the pen was definitely underneath the car <laughs> the pen is underneath yeah. the car it sounds like some kind of bizarre maxim from another language that I don't understand. <laughs> that hasn't translated properly. Yeah. So people say, like, ah, the pen is mightier than the sword. And you say, ah, but mm. the pen is underneath the car. <laughs> and you're, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Perfect. Um, uh, there's nowhere to go. If you there. email syncfloypod at gmail.com, mm -hmm. that could be a magnet. So many magnets. Have you got a, like a magnet yeah. guy now or something? No, I need to find one. Yeah, oh. desperately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If um, you're a magnet guy, email syncflowpod at gmail.com. Yeah, we'll give you a shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, the crew um, quickly have like a discussion in the staff room. They feel like it's going well and it's working, but they, Tommy they, is not here because he's he is out with 10-year-old kids mm -hmm. drinking. Um, <laughs> not good. Not at all good. But 
Okay, we're here. Um, <laughs> anyway, he's like coaching like a soccer, like 10 year old soccer team. These kids look really young. I'm guessing 10. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's a little like nerdy kid who's called Specs. Um, yeah. That's his like nickname. And yeah, they're like, he does like a little bit of trying to get this kid um, more accepted by the team, getting them to like share their drink bottles around. Um, weird in a time of COVID for this to happen, but you know, mm. um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's funny because he's like sort of melded into this role of being like a hard ass coach with a heart of gold, <laughs> which yeah. is very fun <laughs> for him. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's going well for him too. It's less clear mm. for Tommy, I would say than the others, but yeah, cause these are, his audience is only little kids, <laughs> little, yeah, little beans. Um, and yeah, uh, Martin goes home and he has like a proper conversation with his wife for the first yeah. time in a while. They like have a nice meal together and like he like takes the time to like talk to her about the kids and um, reminisces about the uh, canoe holiday that they had um, and wants to do that again, like is planning a holiday. And she's like, wow, you're like a different person. What is going on? Um because, yeah, he's, like, got this new lease on life kind of happening because mm. of this change. And, yeah, Pink Floyd agree. They say, I can't think of anything to say at the end of Brain Damage here. <laughs> um, because she can't. She's like, what? Um, <laughs> yes. So, over, we end up playthrough one here. And uh, Tommy's, like, hiding spot for his booze is discovered in the gym. He's just got, like, bottles of stuff all over the, like storage room in the gym assuming that no one would go in there because he's like one of the few people that have keys mm. but the fact that someone found booze in there is really bad because his <laughs> narrow list of suspects includes him basically so leash um he does the smart thing and re reports it to the principal himself so that there's like an inquest related to the students rather than mm. the teachers which is pretty smart Pretty underhanded, yeah. but pretty smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, we end up play through one on this over the heartbeats. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, we begin play through two mm -hmm. with Mad saying he hasn't felt this good in ages. Mm. And much like how play through two increases the amount of Pink Floyd in your system. Yes. By a second play of Pink Floyd. The boys decide they're going to increase the alcohol in their systems. Yeah. They, they decide that, um, yeah, Mads is like, I feel like I could go higher. And mm. um, Peter's apprehensive because they nearly got caught, but gets convinced when they listen to a bit of piano music. That's how you hey. get him on side. Um, and yeah, so they conclude that the second part of this study is going to be choosing one's own optimal um, blood alcohol content level. Um, mm. And so th they, don't, they aren't restricted by the 0.5% uh, limit uh, from before and they are allowed to choose their own level um, in order to determine the optimal uh, level for professional and social performance <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so clinically written it's really really funny yeah. um, yes uh, this is cut into the weirdest part of the whole movie I think and that they intercut like uh, real shots and news reports around the around the world of world leaders and politicians like drunk or allegedly yeah. drunk. It's very weird. 
Like, yeah, most of this footage is also just from a YouTube video <laughs> of like yeah. celebrities acting drunk. Oh, I mean, politicians. I feel like it shouldn't. I feel like it probably should have been cut. Like, yeah, it's a bit bizarre, but that's fine. Um, Definitely on second playthrough. It's like, oh, this never really comes back. This no. isn't like part of it. This isn't like they're not loading an arrow into their quiver. They're yeah, just, like exactly. This arrow around. Maybe this is a thing. Under the Silver Lake did this as well with the like random like magazine shots of like mm. hidden messaging and advertising that was completely unnecessary it's like yeah we get it you don't need to show us a bunch like <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it, it seems kind of silly being like yeah this thing's real guys look at all this stuff we found i, it, I mm. don't know it took me out of it <laughs> pretty unnecessary yeah considering it's not the message if it was going to be like the incredibly similar um michelin web sketch mm. about being slightly drunk where it turns out that's how they run the world oh such a good sketch right oh um then God. that would be justified by the way rewatch that sketch after watching this movie yeah so good Hard google agree. a michelin web inebriati oh very it's, strong it's this but like sillier <laughs> <laughs> good <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh so yeah, Martin. Um, the following morning, um, drinks more and more in the morning. It's like a, he has like a like fun sort of party moment where he like flips mm-hmm. the glass around and prepares a cocktail like at, at eight in the morning. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we uh, like go into on the run as he like builds up his percentage up to uh, one. Uh, his percentage, God, per mil up to one point two. So percentage, it's point uh, one two. Um, mm. blood alcohol it's maths man who knew yeah. um <laughs> and yeah wanders uh like comes on into school and like wanders through the staff room and like bumps his head um yeah. there's music playing over this whole sequence right up until him bumping his head by the way in mm. the original cut again emphasizing that music happiness like enjoying your life thing um mm. yeah gives himself a nosebleed as well and tommy like covers for him very well being like oh yeah he's fine don't worry about it <laughs> very good um and I, I was annoyed because this crash doesn't happen alongside the on the run crash that yeah. happens basically when he starts this next uh successful lesson uh which is a bit of a shame. It could uh, mm. if just if we got the on the run crash along with Mads Mikkelsen bashing his head into a wall, I would that would be very good. Apologies, yeah. Mads, but I feel like that would be great. You were going to yeah. do it anyway. Why couldn't you line it up for me? <laughs> Mads Mikkelsen, by the way, one of the few actors we can confirm likes Pink Floyd. Oh yes, and that he mentioned once in an interview he likes Pink Floyd. Perfect quote. Yeah, love it. <laughs> there you go. Um. Yeah. So yeah, time coming in as he has this, um, another banger of a lesson where like, again, relating to the kids talking about like famous people throughout history and relating that back to, um, present day drinking culture being like these, Mm. all these old like heroes and like, like Roosevelt and, um, and, uh, what's his name? God, it's gone from my mind. The other one. Anyway, um, Churchill. (laughs) They like yeah. heavy drinkers, um, and like it's he's saying that like he relates it back to the the kids and their drinking and says like even with this like pressure of social drinking and like uh, it's 
whether or not you succeed in the exam is up to you. Like you guys need to be thinking about these characters and like who they are, what, how we are going to learn about them. Um, but <laughs> like also they were like heavy drinkers just like you and look at what they have done. Like they had yeah. these hugely successful careers, you know? Um, so yeah, it's, it's a fun, like relatable thing for these kids and they love it. They lap it up and give them like a round of applause. Yeah. Right as Time's vocal kicks in, <laughs> which is very funny. It's like they're applauding Pink Floyd coming on. <laughs> <laughs> Here they are. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I enjoyed that. Um, and yeah, Nikolai has been watching from like the window and is very impressed with the results of this experiment. Yeah. Um, absolutely loving it. Uh, I thought this was so sweet that he's just like, my friend. Yeah, so proud of my boy. He's turned it around. <laughs> He must be stoked because, like, he did this really bad thing at his birthday being like, oh, mm. man, you're struggling, aren't you? Let me point that out in front of you, some of your closest friends. <laughs> um, and then, um, yeah, like, turned it somehow into something really positive. <laughs> so, mm. like, through no help of his own, really. <laughs> but anyway, it, it, he instigated good accidentally, so he must be feeling great. Um, anyway, Martin... Um, Says he texts his wife and says that he's booked this um, fall camping trip and canoe holiday because um, he's got this newfound spark and zest for life. Mm. And this is where we get that like, no sad face text. I'm busy. <laughs> um, and yeah, gets her to like ask her to change her shifts so that the kids and her can come along. Um, mm. Yeah. Nikolai, again, like <laughs> taking this like positive streak goes and like takes things I would say a little bit too far and then he goes up into his like little secret office place and starts drinking and sniffing the alcohol, like mm. taking it up his nose. There was a very, it took me like this until the second watch to figure out what this was, was about. I thought he was just doing drugs, but no, he's yeah. just, he's actually like putting vodka in his nose as part of like a separate add on the theory that he has. <laughs> Which is yeah. <laughs> so weird. Um, but hey, maybe it probably would work the same. It would just be awful. <laughs> mm. I, I can't imagine vodka being up your nose being a pleasant experience in any regard. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was I'm, entirely to avoid it being on his breath, right? Yeah. He didn't want to get detected. Have... And they'll uh, see his wet nose and assume he's a healthy dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, look at that. He looks like a healthy dog when you look at yeah. him. Yeah. He's got a kind old face, big cheeks. Mm. You love him. Um, <sighs> but yeah, he doesn't- I pray so that one day someone will say that about me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's very sweet. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so he goes back to his class and tries like to replicate what's going on with Martin, but he doesn't really have the same kind of panache. He's just, <laughs> the kids are just like- just reading quotes. Psychology doesn't have the same kind of like kick-ass relatable feel that history <laughs> yeah. does, obviously. Um, you no, know, he can't tap into anything. And so it doesn't go as well. Um, meanwhile, um, Tommy has gotten his little kids to work together as a team. Gets them all to sing like the Danish national anthem before their soccer match, which is really cute. <laughs> um, and he's like... Drinking, like, he's standing in the sun. There's a shot of him, like, drinking from his uh, water, quote-unquote, bottle. Um, mm. and, and the sun just beating down on the back of him. And we also see that he still has the lowest percentage out of everyone. Um, 
drinking as well, but it's affecting yeah. him way more because he's out in the sun here, I think. Um, so that's just an interesting thing to note just with where he goes later. Um, but yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah. So yeah, like he's, his optimal level is much lower than the rest of the guys, or at least Martin's from what we saw. But yeah. Um, anyway, he's like telling these little kids like barking commands at them like a soccer, like a true soccer coach for like <laughs> FIFA or something. And like, it's just, uh, yeah, like telling them who to pass to and make plays and stuff. And he like arranges it so that little, little boy Specs gets to shoot a goal. And yeah. it's this huge, happy celebratory moment right as we go into great gig in the sky <laughs> which does not sink at all but it is a, it is a great moment in the movie so you know but they can't all be winners um yeah every, like i love that also all the friends are here like martin and peter and yeah and nikolai are all just on the sidelines of this kid's soccer match here to support tommy the coach it's very funny um <laughs> And yeah, they just sort of hang out and have fun after the, the soccer game, play a bit of soccer as well. And they sit down on a bench and have a bit of self-assessment, just like Martin did. Um, Peter talks about wanting to um, find a wife and kids. And he like hopes it's not too late for him, which I found really touching. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, like he's going through his own thing and is now like opening up to the rest. And I, I thought that was great. <laughs> like, mm. Yeah. It's got this whole weird thing coming up now though <laughs> which i need to talk about this like i'm glad he had this at least this wholesome part to his story because if it was just this next scene i'd be very uncomfortable with him as a character yeah. <laughs> um yeah he has a very odd encounter with a student called sebastian who isn't in his car in his class mm. but um he is in nikolai's class actually and is um struggling with a uh psychology exam pending um and just like falling to bits under the immense pressure of school. Um, he's already been held back a year because he's, um, he had like a breakdown during last year's exams and he's just, he just, his self-confidence is completely shattered and he's like mm. terrified of failing again this year because it happened last year and he's just reliving that over and over again. It's really rough. It's like incredibly yeah. relatable. Um, going through university, I've definitely been there, bro. Like, hard times you know mm. and like I've, I've had conversations like this with um my tutors and they like really helped so he's like Aww. at least that's a positive part of this however <laughs> <laughs> peter's advice is hey maybe do a shot before the exam <laughs> which is not good don't do that yeah. that's not that's not good teaching that is wild advice oh my god i get how mm. he got to that stage being like oh this i'm doing this drinking thing has been really helping me <laughs> let yeah. me let me pressure a, a kid into drinking oh my god well it's like human nature to be like oh this is working for me let me find a way to yeah you know this might must work for you if it works for me but exactly oh boy oh boy yeah, yeah it's it's a real yikes of a scene uh <laughs> yeah and, Nicola- and again like this movie's so good with, like, playing with the knots. It's like it was a scout. It's so good with knots. Mm. Like, the knottiness of this situation. And then it kind of, like, 
to jump ahead kind of works. It redeems it, yeah. We'll get it works, there, but it also worries you because it's like, well, what's gonna be next for this kid if he thinks this is the only way to? Yeah, true. Exams. If this is the lesson, like, what does this yeah. mean? Does he like go on to like make the new season of Mad Men? Like, how does it yeah. go down? You know. <laughs> so yeah, we uh, we go to this family bonding holiday now. Much more wholesome scene um, mm. with Martin and his fam out in the canoes. And they play like a guessing game around the fire, like guess the animal, which I found really cute. <laughs> what a game. Oh, bring back guess the animal. <laughs> it's like, does it live in the savannah? No. And I love that the little kid is just always guessing just like random animals. And he's like, yeah. you narrowed it down to like one million different animals. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, uh, what animal do you think it is? Because it doesn't live in the savannah and it doesn't it, live in the Swedish forest and it's no. like a sea cow. Yeah, it's tough. It, yeah. They didn't ask if it lived in the sea, which is like probably the first question I would ask. If it's yeah. like like sea, air or land <laughs> would be my first yeah. question. <laughs> if that's and then allowed, I'd go like you know? reptile, mammal, yeah. bird, assuming land. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. These land birds. We got we're proud land bird oh, yeah. havers. <laughs> I was so distracted by the old um, concept of s- sky li- lizards. <laughs> the sky lizards. <sighs> the, the airborne lizards uh, all over the place. They sail down you know, with their yeah. sunglasses on and they tell you to put your beers <laughs> in the fridge. Oh, magnet. Now nah, the lizard's going to have little wings. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, when you have eight tenths of a glass of wine and you're just mm-hmm. really concerned about flying lizards yeah that's where i'm at oh man should i crack into my fourth beer on mike should that I happen think, i think so i'm okay. also wondering if i should outsource the edit for this in case i cringe too hard at my <laughs> <laughs> send it to some poor sebastian out there and get them to do it oh god yeah. if, you're edi- if you're editing this podcast right now Please write in to Sink Floyd <laughs> We find out through that that Topher Grace edits down <gasps> our podcast oh, into like Topher. listenable, manageable episodes. Thank you, Topher, for your hard work. We yeah. love you. We love you dearly. Um, yeah, you're allowed to release them. Cannot yeah. believe we conscripted you into this. That's very good. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, so they, they there's this camping holiday happening. Um, Martin sleeps with his, with his wife um, for the first time in probably like years, yeah. um, and she like can't believe it. She has like a sort of emotional breakdown after this, starts crying, and she like mm. she says she doesn't know what's happening, um, but she says she's like I don't know. I think I missed you, and I think I've missed you for a long time, maybe too long. Is what mm. she says. Mm. That maybe too long is heavy. Yeah, it's real heavy. It, there's like a whole long hold on Mad's face after that mm. as well, which is yeah, it's it's tough. Um, Nikolai um, gathers the crew round again back to his um, for part three of the experiment. His proposal. Um, mm. He wants to achieve the maximum BAC, the maximum <laughs> blood alcohol content, like a nutcase. He's like yeah. Um, He's like, okay, we've we've done this. We found the optimal levels. Now let's test the limits of alcohol's capabilities by going to. He talks about a state of ignition where the body um, either gives up and goes home, 
like you decide to do that and then um or alternatively you like go over the edge and keep drinking and you just want more and more and more alcohol until you reach a state of oblivion or aka blacking out or death Mm. (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah he's he's saying like let's do that that'll be fun and everyone's like yeah okay (laughs) sure it's been fun so far this experiment let's keep going um martin his life is going really well at this point he's like and he's like i think this is the point where i bow out he says he's like i think i'm gonna go and they're like oh yeah okay that's fine they don't they don't pressure him um he's like preparing to stick around and Nikolai prepares um, Sazerac cocktails for the group. Have you had a Sazerac before Gareth? This like, I have not had a Sazerac. I have. It's very good. Um, okay. I, they, they, they are like, they live up to the portrayal of the Sazerac in this um, movie is pitch perfect. Like the way to prepare it, everything's spot on. Um, that is the way to do it. If you want to learn how to make a Sazerac, uh, that is how you do it. It's great. Mm. Um, they are very, very strong drinks. I will admit, um, and that they're like prohibition era (laughs) designed. (laughs) Um, but yeah, very enjoyable. I, I'm a fan of the Sazerac. Um, there you go. Okay. Probably not in moderation. I feel like a Sazerac may kill me. (laughs) Yeah. Not, yeah, (laughs) possible. (laughs) You don't want to be having more than one like these guys have. (laughs) Sort of takes you out. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, yeah. So Martin gets up to leave as we um, get into the like the tail end of the money of money um, with the like, which ends with I don't know. I was really drunk at the time, etc. Just echoing over and over again yeah. in the background, and he like gets enticed to like join in on the cocktails. But with this, like it's like Pink Floyd are calling him back mm. to come back in, and yeah. So he comes in and tries to Sazerac basically not wanting to be left out and um yeah they 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 the party continues uh they listen to um the meters um sissy strut which is a fucking great tune by the way Ooh. oh love this song um absolute banger of a song uh just a good groove to it like a classic track as well um mm. on vinyl too Oof. um and yeah, they all have like a dance together. Martin excluded. He just keeps making drinks because again, he don't dance no more. Yeah. Um, how come you don't dance game. no more? Coach Z. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, out of the game. He keeps blaming his back. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an old man. Um, but yeah, this night like evolves um, because <laughs> they decide that they need to go and purchase um, fresh cod for Nikolai's family when his wife left she was like get make sure you get fresh cod for the for the dinner tomorrow and they're like Mm. okay 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 Um, like really emphasized it as important but everyone's like too drunk to function at the supermarket yeah (laughs) to get it it's really bad they make a huge scene there's a bit where like Peter like stands inside like a shopping basket and tumbles over backwards (laughs) very funny um yeah, yeah th- I love this scene. I love that it happens to the line about ordinary men. Yes. Just watching how the these, outside world sees these boys. These little ordinary men. I love that from here as well. They go down to the docks to try and fish up some fresh cod as the next <laughs> yes. logical step. So funny. Like, mm. 
Mads Mikkelsen just like spearing the like handle end of a net into the water to try and stab a fish. Yeah, or donk it on the head or something. <laughs> so funny. Um, but yeah, it doesn't work great. Um, this also establishes that Tommy has a boat down here at the docks as well mm. that they like are planning to go on, but it's too difficult. They're all too drunk. And so they're like, ah, we yeah. won't go. Um, instead they hit a bar. They go to a bar and have a, a grand old time here. Um, mm. Peter plays the piano. It does like a rousing, um, song for everybody. He's just in his underwear inex- inexplicably <laughs> yeah. playing the piano. Wow. What a powerful energy. I hope one day to be Peter, um, as a <laughs> piano player, I just, oh, I would love to be the person at a piano bar with everyone singing around me that what a glorious oh, moment. Yeah. As, as a as a piano pe- player, that's something I aspire to have someday. Yeah. I just need to learn more they, show tunes, I think. Yeah, because the people who are going to sing it are going to be people who know show tunes. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be me coming on up trying to be um, the Rom Tom Tiger. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> I cannot play anything from Cats. Yes. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> yes uh, but yeah they, they just have a great time at this bar like um it seems to be like it's very silly and they're getting out of control here but like um they're just they are having way too much fun like going back to yeah. it's like a youth's night out on the on the town you know um when you first turn 18 and you hit the clubs that kind of vibe yeah. um and yeah uh, highlights of this night um, uh, Ma- uh, Martin does like a stage dive off of the bar and gets caught, which is fantastic. Um, mm. never seen that happen. Um, also there's this insane scene for like multiple reasons slightly before this, where Nikolai eats his own money. He like tries to buy fish <laughs> and chips right. at the bar and like keeps putting down more and more money. And they're like, no, the, the kitchen's closed. We can't do that. And he's like, well, I'll just eat the money then. And he puts it in his mouth. But that isn't the weirdest thing because... In the background, Mads Mikkelsen is try- just holding an egg. He's got a little egg in his hand. <laughs> I only caught what? it on the, sing- on the Pink Floyd watch. And I was like, why has he got an egg? <laughs> what is what this man? man? <laughs> I, don't- I don't know. Oh, it's so weird. Was he trying to pay with the egg? I don't know. Where did he get it? Did he bring it from home? I don't know. Maybe he just has eggs in his pockets. Oh, we can only hope. That is what I, if I ever meet Mads Mikkelsen, I'm going to ask him about the egg in this one mm. scene. Why were you holding an egg? What does that mean? Yeah. And then he'll just hand you the egg that was in his pocket and yeah. walk away. Oh, yeah. man. What an honor. If I could just walk away from that interview with an egg from Mads. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Well, what if he's doing like a um, school project and he has to keep the egg alive and he's like, oh, but I've got to shoot another round this week as well. Oh, no. He's doing that oh. classic <laughs> learn his own lesson in his spare time yeah. about caring for people. So good. Yeah, it's not even school. It's just the school of life. Man yeah. just set himself an assignment. <laughs> <laughs> like, got to carry yes, this I egg. I did egg. it before I accepted the gig and now, yeah. Mm. damn eggs never cracked I'm just I'm just too good I'm Mads Mikkelsen <laughs> I'm just too Man. good at caring yeah that poor oh. egg though oh it didn't get the big mm. bucks a bit it just wasn't a headliner on the poster or anything I feel like needs to be credited at the very least yeah yeah uh I hope it's real I hope I haven't imagined the egg I hope I've like <laughs> I like I've watched it like 
after having some drinks. So maybe I just thought I saw the egg. If you saw the egg, please write in to sinkfloydpod uh, <laughs> at gmail.com. Um, oh my gosh. What if it's like, you know, you get you drink a wine, you get worried about lizards, you drink a few beers, yep. you start seeing the lizards' eggs. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see the lizard's eggs. That's that is definitely not what I need in my uh, life. That's another magnet. <laughs> Never see the lizard's eggs. Yeah. Oh my that's god. That's not what I want in my life. <laughs> I'm just checking the movie right now. Yes, okay. I'm just seeing <laughs> I I'm doubted myself, doubted the egg. He's got the egg. It's a hard boiled egg. That he's eating. Oh, you beauty. He's oh. like, he, like he takes the shell off of it as Nikolai eats the money. And it's mm. just like holds it out to him, like offering that instead, I think, of the money. <laughs> oh, I cracked it. I cracked the egg case, Gareth. Nice. Uh, oh. Send me a screenshot. We'll tweet this egg photo at Sink Floyd Pod. Or we'll email Absolutely. it to you if you ask. Oh, <laughs> directly. <laughs> Direct to the listeners. Um, anyway. Why don't we see Gareth and James anymore? Oh, they're just too busy with their sending emails now. <laughs> they send emails all the time. They should set up some auto forwards. It's all about eggs mm. and strange <laughs> magnets and things. They've got their fingers in many pies. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just like the characters in this film, we've gone too far, Gareth. These, um, mm. the Nikolai uh, is come home and is trying to like, climb the stairs is incapable of doing so it's like getting slammed with reality after having this crazy night out you know yeah um there's a really rough scene where he like he pisses the bed in a similar manner to his son and he's like why does it matter my son pisses on me every <laughs> night and th- his wife is obviously furious because we all know that's not the same thing you know yeah. Uh, but so heartwarming and that the father and son wet themselves during the same song, just different plays. That is, that is heartwarming. Good mm. stuff, man. The generational album play, man. It happened again. Uh, Who knew? Uh, um, yeah. So we go, uh, right into, um, oh yeah. So she goes and stays with her sister anyway. And, um, yeah. we go into any color you like as, we see that Martin hasn't even made it home. He's like passed out on mm. the lawn of his neighbor's house with this like huge gash in his forehead. And um, yeah, his son like very embarrassingly like finds him and walks him home and he sleeps all through the day and yeah, has this like very awkward um, dinner with his family after this. And uh Annika asks him to explain himself and what happened. And he says, I got a little drunk yesterday, boys. And they're mm-hmm. like, but dad, you've been drunk for a while now, have you? Haven't you? <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, oof. Everyone, know, everyone knew. Everyone saw what was going on. And they were, they were not going to comment on it. You know, they saw how well he was doing. But then they also saw this like descent into alcoholism and they were they were concerned Mm. um Mm. yeah uh annika like sends the the kids off to their room so that um that she can have a serious discussion with martin and yeah like he um can like she confronts him about this like awful alcohol thing (laughs) that he's doing and uh he confronts her about the distance between them 
and she's like, you've been pushing me away for years, like shutting me out. And um, she says, when you have fun, it's with someone other than me. And he confronts her being like, are you also having fun with someone other than me? <laughs> um, and yeah, she's like, what? And then admits that she's, uh, she admits to infidelity, basically. Yeah. Um, she's been sleeping with someone else saying that she, she says she couldn't sit there and wait for him. And it's like, fuck damn mm. so the, all these times that she's been going like out on nights and stuff we'd like we can't be sure that she wasn't like sleeping with somebody else oh it's awful yeah. um and yeah martin like flips out obviously he's like he says he doesn't need anyone to wait for him doesn't like he, they'd never asked for that and he's like mm. very upset by the whole thing it's huge outburst and walks out freaking out his kids as well who like reappear mm. it's, it's not good because it's like smashing glasses and stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like does the like sweep off the table of everything that was there. It's very yeah. scary. It's a very dark yeah. scene. Um, and yeah, it goes into the secondary like bender scene where like the lads have like gathered in solidarity and are having another like drink into oblivion moment. But this mm. is so, so dark. It's very like literally it's shot very shadowy. And over like a very yeah. like filmy lens and dark lighting. And it's very real to what the experience of being way too drunk feels like. I feel, I think this is possibly yeah. the best it's ever been captured. Um, because like there's the, the audio is really fuzzy, but we can't hear that as well. Um, and there's lots of like yelling out and falling over and feeling sick. And everything's really blurry and like hard to focus on. But it's still... You, you feel the like, you feel the strain that you feel when you're too drunk, you know, like it's, mm. oh, it, it's, it's really, really well done. Like, and it's the, like, it's the one part of the movie where they try and do this. I expected this a lot more throughout the whole film, but most of the time it's shot like perfectly normal, like almost like documentary style, um, you know, but like, this is like, <laughs> this is just so it's really going for a certain feeling. It's a very like emotional way to film someone and it works great. And we're getting brain damage over this as well, which is like the perfect yeah. pairing too. Um, yeah. So it's, it's super dark, rough scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I do like that after this, they're just us all sitting around the countertop at Nikolai's house and there's no dialogue, but the text on screen appears saying that they are abandoning the experiment due to terrible social outcomes and the mm. potential of alcoholism is what they say. Um, yeah. So I, I do like that. No one's like discussing it. It's just known mm. that that is how this ended, you know, it's great. Yeah. Well, it didn't need, it doesn't need someone going like, well, that was bad. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't need Mads to look at the camera and go, well, that happened. Yeah. Like, just, yeah. We know. We're we know. Us to the next plot point. It's good. Exactly. Um, yeah. Wise. So we do that. We roll into Eclipse in this and the end of playthrough two. And um, it's now like the end of the year. We've got, um, it's like Christmas break. The the kids are away before graduation. I think the school years are different in Europe. Like I believe they go from like uh, April to March, like same as like oh, yeah. financial year here. Um, I think that's how it works. That's why like, uh, Harry Potter and stuff's all messed up. 
in terms of yeah. like year structure. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. Uh, we see, yeah, Martin's like eating alone at his house and then he gets called in like because implying that like the his wife has left him and the kids are not there as well. And um, yeah, there's a staff meeting where the principal confronts everyone about she's discovered that there, there has been drinking among the staff um, on campus and uh, is trying to address that when Tommy walks into this meeting so drunk that he can barely stand. And this <laughs> is like... Like I said that the last scene was dark. This is really, really hard to watch. I was like, it's massively uncomfortable and it's just really sad. Like mm. this poor guy is just, he's given up. Like, like this experiment has had such poor lasting effects on him. Um, and it's driven him, it's changed who he is. Like, or maybe it's like reinforced part of his life from his past that shouldn't have been brought back, you know, like everyone's yeah. sort of regressed back to things from their past. Um, but for Tommy, his past wasn't a positive, you know, and he's like, come back as this, he wasn't ready for it, you know? Um, mm. that's my theory anyway. It's, it's, it's really rough. It's really hard to see this. Um, and that's how we end play through, uh, two here <laughs> with this. Um, and yeah, which Martin, feels thematic as well. Yeah. I say. Definitely. We're getting like the heartbeats of it, like um, Martin taking Tommy home and like looking after him. Um, yeah. And um, yeah. the silence like, is echoed. The silence mm -hmm. of the albums is echoed only by the teachers on screen. Mm -hmm. mm. Too true. Um, and yeah, we go. So we'll go into play through three. And yeah, he like stays with him and like looks after him, has a meal and like has to several times like tell Tommy not to have another drink. Like Tommy's like, oh, yeah. friends are around. Like, oh, do you, I think I've got a couple of beers. And then Martin's like, no, we better not. And he's like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. and that's very true to an alcoholic as well. Like, oh, it's, it's, it's so good. It's such a well like acted and nuanced scene, you know, like, mm. oh, it's, it's, it says a lot without saying too much, you know? Oh, anyway. Um, yeah, so they reminisce about the good old days once more, like when they were young, and um, yeah, they just have a have a nice time here for a little bit. And Martin goes to leave. Um, Tommy says, "I don't need you to come around and look after me," like as a pride thing. But he says he he really he recognizes that he fucked up, and he says he promises to make amends with the school. Um, mm. And as he goes out the door. He like calls back to Martin and says that he is really rooting for him and like is rooting for both him and Annika to work things out. And I think that's so sweet. Like it's, it's really, really touching that he's like, mm. oh, it's just a good friend moment, you know? Oh, mm. anyway, um, it's making me emotional. God. Uh, that's another thing. I, I don't know if it's the movie. I don't know if it's that it's been a long week or if it's this uh nine tenths of a glass of wine but every <laughs> you describing the scenes is hitting me mm, a, equally as hard as watching the scenes mm. <laughs> like the emotion yeah oh, it's just like a really it's a really tough part of the movie to get through and it's like it's yeah. it's like super important for the structure of the movie if it didn't have this i feel like it would be a much weaker film you know yes for sure because it still deals with all of the bad stuff that goes along with drinking 
and it really needs to and it gives it it's yeah. like it gives it its time in the sun and like for everyone to see it lays it bare in the movie but it doesn't mm. dwell on it as the moral and i think that that's so impressive and powerful you know yeah, yeah. that's a perfect like summary of this film is yeah that it doesn't dwell on it as the moral yeah we go into on the run and um martin has a meeting with annika under the guise of like discussing one of their son's birthdays. They're now like separated for like a couple months, I think. And um, yeah, he asks her for another chance effectively, but it's too soon and still too raw for her. Mm. She gets upset and like, and leaves um, Martin, like his apology to his credit is like very heartfelt. It's just that she's like not ready for it. And like feels sort of blindsided by it. Martin's obviously been thinking about it for ages, um, but she's like still, <laughs> still, it's still too raw for her, you know? Um, and then she thought this was going to be a discussion about a birthday. And then it's about, Hey, take me back, you know? <laughs> so fair, fair play on both sides here. Um, mm. But yeah, Martin says that he wishes they were still together and um he says that pushing her away or like driving her away is he considers to be the biggest mistake of his life and he loves her um and yeah she like very sadly like he gets up and leaves like mulling this over um as yeah right as she leaves we get the clocks and time kicking in so we have the crash sound over this conversation over them like being awkward and like semi arguing but not like like just not wanting to talk about it. Um, and yeah, right as the clocks kick in, uh, like an alarm, she's just out, <laughs> you know? Mm. So that's a sink. So back at school, um, the, the kids return and, um, Martin goes in class and says, uh, re realizes that he's covered everything off. He's like covered the entire <laughs> curriculum. There's nothing left to teach them. And the students, are great they're like feeling really confident and really prepared mm. and they're really thankful to martin um they're impressed with him one of them says it's like you changed gears is what he says yeah which is like and yeah he's like well well thank you and like wishes them mm -hmm. luck on the exams and yeah it's it's really wholesome because they were like really concerned and then they had this meeting and then he completely changed and did like such a good job from the student's perspective that he like, they did like the exact right thing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But little did they know, he's just quaffing <laughs> a little, a little bit of vodka before each class. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Um, yeah. It's going to be like beautiful for those kids' confidence. To yeah. Be, like, exactly. Oh man. We just talked to the teacher about it and now we're- And now everything's and, like, he fine. He completely changed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so good. Oh. It only gets better, really. Oh, I hope they never find out. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So we see um, Sebastian doing his oral psychology exam um, mm. where he like he comes in, chooses a number and he can like barely function. He's like in tears immediately. Um, yeah. Peter chases after him. They go into his office and they have alcohol together to like calm Sebastian's nerves. Uh, it's what it's just one of the most off scenes in the whole movie. It feels like exploitative and wrong, obviously. Yeah, and he kind of pressures them into it as well. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, however, I have a, a solution to fix this scene. This alcohol, oh, yeah. Gareth, is Michael's secret stuff from the movie Space Jam. It's confidence juice. <laughs> it's not real alcohol. It's just water. And he had the power in him the whole time. That's hey, how I choose to see it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all we need is you to then pop in as another teacher and be like, ah, a bottle of water. I'm the science teacher who can tell by looking at liquids mm. what they are. Yes. I've, I've got that. I tested the pH of this with my tongue. <laughs> it, it turned blue. And now I know. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, Sebastian, like, after this, comes back in the room and delivers his talk, which very, very hilariously, a little bit too tongue-in-cheek really is about anxiety <laughs> and about yeah. the fear of failure um it's a little on the nose guys <laughs> like surely he would realize that it's quite un- ironic <laughs> that mm. he's got a wealth of experience in this exact issue surely he'd be very well prepared <laughs> to talk about it um but anyway it's just it's it's fun it's fun that it's like that that's what the talk is about um anyway it goes really well and um yeah, we uh, we go out to we see Tommy. He's going out on the boat with his dog. Um, mm. He is drunk. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty clearly um, because he's unable to put on his life jacket and just sort of throws it aside. And yeah, we see him like sailing off into the sunset here. We also are having the choir performance um, at the end of the movie here too, um, mm. with. Uh, yeah, like Peter's like grand successful moment. Um, and yeah, so we have this like the singing and, and, and Tommy on his boat and the graduating students um, all getting little given little caps um, for yeah, graduation. Little sailor caps. Little sailor caps must be a thing in, over there in Denmark, you know. Um, I like it a lot. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, and yeah, they're, they're all graduating and having a great time and the, the the students are proud, the parents are proud, and the the teachers are very proud. Um, and yeah, it's nice. Um, mm. We do get a shot of Tommy's boat though out in the in the ocean with just his dog on it. We don't see yeah. Tommy, and um, I was squinting so hard trying to see him. I yeah. really wanted him to yeah. be there. Yeah, and oh. uh, we see Martin. Um, and amongst the celebrations of everyone here, everyone cheering, everyone singing, Martin receives the news. Someone, Nikolai yeah. comes over and whispers in his ear and tells him that Tommy has died um, out at sea. Uh, we don't yeah. actually hear it in the movie. It's, it's We just find out immediately after. Um, but it's so powerful seeing like everyone happy and celebrating right at the end here, right at the end of time going into a great gig. Um, yeah. And... We, we see just uh, Martin just sitting down like in complete shock, like surrounded by all these happy celebrating people. It's really very powerful scene. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh-huh. like immediately thereafter, we have um, Tommy's funeral and the boys are all the all pallbearers. pallbearers. Mm. Um, very sweetly, the little 10 year old soccer team are all here in their soccer uniforms. Yeah. And they sing the national anthem and like throw a specs throws a little flower onto Tommy's coffin. So that's his like lasting legacy. I really love that. It's it's so heartfelt and mm. sweet, you know, that he like had this. He did this one really good thing, you know, like he brought yeah. this team together and really helped this one kid. It's like fuck yeah that that's his legacy, especially at the funeral. Very good. Um, yeah, yeah. So. Oh. After the ceremony, um, the group all gather and they're like, what would Tommy do now? 
and um yeah we see this that this is intercut with the stu- the students um celebrating in town um and having a good time and that's really lovely of a great gig as well mm-hmm. and i feel like a lesser movie would end here but we've got one final sequence for this movie um and it's it's easily my favorite part of the whole yeah. film um oh yeah because yeah, right at the end of the track here, leading into money, the guys um, travel down to the waterfront and decide to have a nice meal um, and a drink of like sparkling wine for in celebration of Tommy's memory. And they discuss mm. um, where their lives are at now after the um, experiment. Um, we see that uh, Nikolai's like made up with his wife and they're now like a stronger power couple than ever. Um, is what he says he like whether or not this is true or this is more of yes, his boasting exactly. is, is yeah. left up to interpretation which i quite like um mm. he could he could just be lying we don't know um peter is seeing a substitute teacher at the school um and hopes of like growing a closer relationship maybe getting married in the future very nice yeah um, he makes a really funny joke about a musical joke about church modes which i found great <laughs> um, just like super new niche musical reference <laughs> which is so good um yeah and then for us dummies he does a d sharp joke yeah which can only mean one thing um and yeah uh Martin, and if you don't know what it means email syncflowpod at gmail.com yeah we'll, we'll tell you the joke don't worry yeah um yeah martin at this dinner um is just sort of like hearing these stories from his friends and he receives a text from Annika and reply to an unseen text um, yeah. or, or possibly just in response to their conversation that we saw earlier that, um, that she misses him a lot mm. is what she says. And he replies, I think that Tommy is rooting for us in his text. And she agrees. Um, mm. And that leaves, it leaves their relationship in a better place. It like, it puts them on the path to rebuilding, but it doesn't like, close it off which is another really great part of this ending um and yeah um so as as he's texting his wife um we see that the group of students arrive on the back of this like enormous truck which is like (laughs) celebrating graduation in denmark is huge (laughs) it looks awesome um Mm. and yeah these guys they're coming down to the boardwalk for like a big celebration and a big party and they're like, oh, it's our students. And they go out there and, and go and see them. And they're like heralded as like returning heroes, these teachers. <laughs> yeah. They love them. Um, they lift Peter up into the air. <laughs> and um, yeah, they're all celebrating, having a great time, hugging each other, blasting out the music from the intro to the movie. And Martin finally, under the pressure of his friends, busts out his jazz ballet dance moves and it's awesome it's a really good dance sequence that gets (laughs) like more and more confident as it goes on he starts like ranging all over he does like some sweet like flips and shit it's so cool (laughs) Um, some jumps and slides and all this good stuff yeah there's a beautiful shot which is from the poster for this movie which is all the students um setting off like shaking up champagne bottles Um, And like pouring them over Mads as he's like mid dance here. And it's so, so celebratory and so happy. Mm. And um, yeah, the movie ends with him doing like a big leap into like a swan dive off of the um, end of the pier. Um, And yeah, Yeah, just freeze frames. Yeah. 
and that's it that's the we go into the credits and that's the movie we like we do go into like us and them for part of this ending um which isn't a fantastic sync but whatever like (laughs) you know i'm too happy about how this movie ends to care (laughs) yeah oh yeah what did you think how did it sync let me know in the comments i mean look we were texting about this episode and Mm -hmm came up with the hilarious idea to have a few for it yeah and i'll be honest i'll be honest my little producer brain was like yeah that's gonna be the gimmick because i can't really this it's not gonna sink mm. but boy is my face red yeah and not just from the alcohol <laughs> it synced really well like especially mads mickelson and his yeah. journey at yeah he took us all through the album two and a half times yeah, guided man. us like the shepherd and we were the sheep um yeah i honestly think this was a very <laughs> good number very high yeah i i would heartily agree there's a lot of good stuff that lined up like both on like a emotional level and on like like in terms of like tone and also with just the traditional things lining up with syncs yeah. you know how we do on the show yeah i was i was super impressed as well um yeah i'd be happy with like a nine honestly um yeah will we regret it in the morning maybe, but maybe. isn't that what this isn't this kind of you know thematic as well yeah i'm happy with a nine yeah <laughs> right there with break into electric boogaloo oh yeah nines. another great dance movie yeah uh, but whereas another da- uh, Magic Mike 2, one of the great dance movies, mm. is much lower. <laughs> so <laughs> Much lower. <laughs> Who knows what you're going to get. Not conclusive science. Much like the science mm. done in this film, Gareth. You never mm. know. You never know what's going to strike you. Um, yeah, well, Magic Mike our- 3 will strike us, but yeah. they're not letting us write it yet. So, yeah. who's to say? It's all part of our methodology, though. We'll, mm. we'll cover it off. We'll give it the same treatment as we do everything else. Oh, yes. Yeah, except for this one episode where we got drunk. Um, <laughs> follow us on SyncFloyPod at Twitter.com, at SyncFloyPod at gmail.com, um, and on Facebook.com. Yeah. Uh, uh, just at your local pub. We're in the coffee news. We're, we're in there. I bought an <laughs> I ad. I love us to be in the coffee news. Imagine. That's so perfect. At your local fish and chippy, you just see the Sink Floyd ad. Who knew? <laughs> Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll call Coffee News after tomorrow. That would be and so good. Up. Okay. Uh, if you have seen us in the Coffee News, email SinkFloydPod at gmail.com. <laughs> this uh, is our most plug-happy episode. Oh, so good. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, for Next week. Yeah. We've got a movie to cover, James. Okay. And... I don't know if you have looked at the cover to the album Dark Side of the Moon. Uh, uh, if you do, you're going to see white light and it hits this mysterious triangle mm-hmm. and it comes out as all kinds of colors. But I don't care about most of those colors. What? Because to me, that white light, once it hits that, it's turning red. Ooh. Which is why the next film we're covering is 2022's Turning Red. <laughs> okay. Pixar, not- Disney, Red Panda movie. Oh. 
Turning red. Sweet. Okay. Man, another yeah. really modern one. Okay. Yeah. I'm a modern man. All right. I like my okay. modern things. <laughs> my wine is from 2021. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, you are a modern man. Mm. Congratulations. <laughs> Have you finished the glass? Is that, was that what that was there? Just a big old sip. I'll finish it right now. Tiny sip. Okay. We'll finish it and we'll end the episode as I finish it. Here's to you, listener. I've been Gareth Blackler. Cheers. I've been James Barron. Cheers to you. Ah. And we'll see you on the dark side of the moon. On the dark side of the moon. Goodbye. Yeah. Gulp swallow. (laughs) (laughs) Professional foley.